It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and WWE superstar AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. Wow. Man. <laughs> he really doesn't get out much. What's up? Feel me stand up and say what's up. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? It's really weird. There's a lot of weird here. Uh, hi. Welcome in. In fact, hang on a second. Let's uh, let's fade this out real quick. This will sound semi-professional and uh, we're nothing but professional here. Oh. <laughs> this is an award show or Star Trek? It's an award. Sh- it's generic award show music. I, I, feel like, I feel like we're like at the end of the Mandalorian or something. I was going to say def- definite Star Trek feel to it. <laughs> the first one. This is 30 minutes of awards music. The first is called the Fanfare. Let's see what let's see what comes up later on in this. Hang on. Let me see what else we have. This is called Anniversary. Okay, oh, this one. And into grand opening. Yeah, I was going to say, this has, uh, yeah. Hang on, this is awards night? Ladies and gentlemen, the 29th Let's and. Let's see what else we have here. This is the champion's anthem. Nah. Whatever, we'll just go back to the original one. <laughs> um, hi, it's uh, Jobbing Out, Glenn Clark. And to my left, Brandon Linton. Oh! To, to his left. Direct from Las Vegas, Nevada, Aaron Oster is What's here, up, too. Guys? By the way, I just want everyone to know we are all 64 feet apart. Well, you guys are closer than I am, so I'm leaving my mask off because I'm further away from the two we're, of you. We're 64 feet apart, though. So it's, Yeah, it's, it's fine. fine. It's fine. Brandon and Aaron have their masks on, and I get it. Brandon, I don't know if you guys have heard this. Brandon had cancer. Yeah. So like, I, it's, we're going to be smart. I'm being respectful. It's just a little bit different than doing a typical show. When, you know, <laughs> there's masks on. That's all it is. Of course, also here is... Uh, <laughs> mm. Well, we know it's the usual show. I mean, th- <laughs> look, if we were all going to get back together to do a typical show, it wouldn't be typical if he was here on time. Yeah, the old text from AJ at about 2 o'clock said, See you guys. 3.30. <laughs> well... We'll see. We'll see where we are in the program at that point. We're going to have to just go ahead and do it because Daddy's got things to do today. That's the way that it works. It is the jobbies. Also, considering he's at the DMV, like, who fucking knows? Well, he's not coming here either. Like, no, no, he's no. Not, no, but I mean, yeah, like, he's you know just, how long the DMV can take? Well, yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, my, I'm, I'm not, During COVID? I'm not banking on him making an appearance. <laughs> no. But um, I, I will hope for it. We will hope that AJ will join us. It is the jobbies. I have no idea if we're doing an episode next week or not. Uh, so this may or may not be the final episode of 2020. Um, we will go through various things. Aaron, I did not, as you know, I, I, I gave you plenty of warning about this. And so I want you, before we get into the meat of the jobbies this year, I want you to go through. It's been a weird year. And I know that you spent a lot of time preparing this after I told you to. I would like you <laughs> to remind everyone of some things that perhaps they had forgotten about from professional wrestling in 2020. I know you spent a lot of time on this. There was a lot of prep put in. Just take us back because it's been a long year. <laughs> what are some things that happened in pro wrestling in 2020 that maybe we've forgotten about by the time we get to December? It, it was amazing going through some of the matches. Like, oh, yeah, 
that was the thing that happened. I'm just, you know, I give me a give me five things that occurred in 2020 that we didn't think of that we would say, "Wow, is that really this year?" I'd forgotten. AEW had a show on a boat. Oh yeah, that was that, technically this year. That, that was happened in 2020. That technically happened in January of 2020. That did occur. It was great. It was a lot of fun. It, it was a lot of fun. Um, see, as you said, yeah, you gave me a lot of time to think about I did. this one. Well, you're a professional. You should be able to handle this. Uh, I, I Randy, Randy Orton oh, KO'd Beth Phoenix. Oh yeah, that was great. in the Royal Rumble. No, that was between the Rumble and Mania. Oh, that was in the build right, up right, to right. Mania. Mania, right, right, yeah. Right, right. Okay, all right. I do vaguely remember that now that I think yeah, about so it. Brandon, what happened. something that happened this year that we might have forgotten about? Ricochet fought for the World Championship. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> that might be the best one. That really did happen in 2020. <laughs> I mean, it kind of happened. It, it, it did. It, it did. It, 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 it had a sixty-second match, but it, it occurred. It was in Saudi Arabia, but it happened. <laughs> wow, that did occur. There was uh, Goldberg was the world champion. Well, everybody remembers that. <laughs> Wait, is that where it was? Was it in Saudi Arabia? Yeah, yeah. yeah that was the. Wait, that what was, was the Royal Rumble match. That wasn't the Royal Rumble. No, it no, wasn't. Because there, no, no, because he was in the Rumble. So Lesnar, Lesnar was in the That's Rumble. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Brock Lesnar was in the Rumble. That did. I also. And, and I also Ricochet do helped that. eliminate him. Ricochet right. and Keith Lee helped eliminate him. I do, I do remember that. that. Oh, that's, there, that's how they set up the match, right? Yes. There was a oh. takeover this year that happened in Portland. Yes, which, by the, the way, people. will be will be yeah. coming up several times during the Jobbies Awards. Oh, oh so I'm you sure, say. I'm sure so will be. you say. Those are some of the things that occurred in professional wrestling this year that perhaps you've forgotten about as we prepare for the Jobbies. Well, Aaron, I'm going to allow you to lay this out. So, unfortunately, we're going to have to do this a little out of order because, you know. No, AJ. AJ didn't Uh, show up. Did did we want to – do we just want to do the jobbies? Do we want to talk about anything that happened this week before we get – I mean, look, look, we all saw the same thing. Randy Orton Orton lighting Bray Wyatt on fire was awesome. God, it was so cool. Do we want to do this for two minutes? Just be like, where are they going with this? Why? Because AJ's not here. I understand that, but I know how this works. We wait for AJ, (laughs) and then we get to a point, I'm sweating because i got to get out of here at a certain point, and you guys don't have anything to do, and you're like, hey, it's good to see my friends, and so (laughs) this keeps going on, and i got to be the dick who's like, nope, got to end in the middle of a sentence because i got to go. Well, that's what we want to happen. That's not the way this works. That's exactly what we want. We can spend two minutes on it. I was gonna say, like, let's set a timer. Two minutes. Um, where's this going? That that's the only thing. Like, it was cool. It was awesome. Who like, cares where it's going? No, no, it no, was no. great. Well, like, it, it, legitimately, it, it, this is setting up. If we're taking this in normal wrestling, that somehow Bray Wyatt the Fiend, when he returns, should be the single biggest baby face in wrestling. Yeah, I think that's the point. I mean, that's a weird single biggest baby face no, in l- wrestling. L- listen, they I think you're like, overthinking that actually. No, no. But he I got burned I to death, that. and he's coming back. I don't I think he is overthinking it because they literally, in the promo, had Randy Orton say, "I must be the worst person." In right? The okay. In fairness, was- I haven't watched Raw. I got to be honest with you. Guys. Oh no, 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 no! They they did a I'm sick, I'm twisted. Yeah, yeah. They had the commentary said he's sick. This is the worst thing that's ever happened yeah. in the but history I think there's of a wrestling. Big, there's a big difference. I am the sickest son of a bitch. But there's here. a big difference yeah. between that between Randy Orton being sick and sadistic, which is, I think, what they want. And again, yes. it still helps point them towards Edge being the hero to to come eliminate Randy Orton at WrestleMania and deal with that versus turning Bray Wyatt into the biggest baby face ever. Bray Wyatt, as I we said last week, kind of lives in a world where none of this matters. 
nothing matters when it comes to Bray Wyatt. He is interesting, so he's not in anything. Right. He's not a face. He's not a heel. He's not a. He's not the fiend. He's not Bray Wyatt. He's just really interesting. Well, it's funny that you say he's not the fiend. He's not Bray Wyatt because they do set up that he's going to be something, something else. else. Yeah. Yeah. Alexa did come back and uh, okay confront Randy Orton in an interesting what did she way. Say? God, really, pl- really glad that when I thought we were just doing the jobbies, I said I don't need to watch Raw this week. I can <laughs> wait. Well, it's and... just this one thing, unless we want to talk about Jackson Riker beating up minorities after his. Uh, uh... <laughs> let's not do that. Uh, he so Alexa said he's where he's home he's down in the ground yeah he was absorbed by the ring but when he comes back something I can't remember what it, it, it was basically Brandon it's particularly important that you talk right into the microphone because you're wearing okay. you're wearing yes. the mask yeah. sorry about you gotta that. talk right but into the but yes he's something I, and I don't it, the way they did it on Monday night indicated that they're going to make a big deal when he comes back yeah. and it's well, going to be. Specific, and I agree with you. Typically, he's not a face, he's not a heel, whatever you do. They're going to try their damnedest to make him a face, which is interesting. I, I we mean, like him, but I mean, he's if, still the fiend. If he is, he is. It's fine. I just don't think it's necessary, is what I'd say. I don't oh, think yeah. that it's necessary to make him a massive face or to just have him be what he is, which is compelling. Yes. He's compelling in any way in anything that he does, whereas... It's totally fine that Randy Orton can be utterly dastardly and attempt. Now, it's really it is but awkward the times that you ignore attempted murder in WWE and the times that you make it seem like it's a really big deal. That's a whole different thing. We'll get to right. that. Um, I'm sure you're mad about the Miz not cashing. Remember when you were like, I don't really want the Miz to have a short title reign. Right. I'd rather have that. You yeah. didn't see Raw, my friend. Uh, they they are trying. They're they're doing a bit where he was like Morrison. Is Morrison one- cashed it, and I didn't cash oh, it. Oh, they're trying to get my back to him. Back. Yeah. I'm actually kind of for that. Uh, yeah, I, I, I love that bit. I actually I texted Aaron during the pay per view and said, "I think this is what." I yeah. Know, I, yeah. Want, I didn't want the music back yet. When we get to the jobbies, I want the music back. Yes. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say? I would like to just move on. And, uh, and we can move on for that. I just want right. to talk about Randy Orton. All right. All right. Very good. Now here's what we're gonna do, because. <laughs> F's sake, AJ didn't show up. What we're going to do is we're going to start with AEW. Oh, yeah. We'll start there. Yes. We'll cover that. AJ can't talk to us about AEW anyway. I don't know if you guys have heard. He's employed by the other company. Okay. So when we get through that, if AJ's ready, that's great. If not, we're just going to start doing the rest of it, and AJ can join us whenever he can join us. That'll be the way that it goes. Yep. We are only doing three categories, but I would like for us to have a a more of it. We probably should have thought about this. We basically just here's here is the amount of prep that was done for this year's jobbies. Aaron said, "Here's what we did last year," and we said, "Okay, cool." I actually added one or two categories but uh, yes. for for AEW specifically. No, not for AEW. Oh, okay. But for the, I do I do think we should add in a couple of AEW things sure. just because you know they actually had an entire well, year. I was, I was expecting of, AJ to be here most of the show, so I well, didn't want to keep it that fair. long. That's fair. Um, so we'll do that. We will do that. We will lead off with our AEW conversation for the jobbies this year. Aaron, where... Oh, hang on. Uh, it's very important. The 2020... The, the second best wrestling award show behind the Sammies. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, the jobbies. I give you your host, Aaron Oster. <laughs> Let's go, Aaron. Uh, don't, don't care for any of that. Brandon, <laughs> ri- Brandon really hasn't been out of the house. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, he's really <laughs> excited about this. He like, is I know, very happy I, to I be around. Like, you know what? Other. 
we we have we need an opening monologue. Let's give it to Brandon since That's he's fair. so excited. That's fair. You want to do a recap about 2020? Oh, good God. Okay, off the top of the head. All right, let's go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Jobbies 2020. Uh, man, it's, it's been a hell of a year. Uh, <laughs> All right. So uh, there we go. <laughs> okay. All right. Fair enough. We tried. We tried. Could, could have at least dropped in a Jericho Cruise caused coronavirus. Mm, could have could have done that. Could have done that. All right, uh, first award of the evening. Let, let's go with the uh, AEW Breakout Star of the Year. This one was really tough. Um, and it was really tough for a couple of reasons. We always qu- it's difficult to quantify what, ca- what you consider yeah. a breakout, right? And it's also tough for me because the obvious answer is now being stymied. Yes. Well, who did we say last year? Last year, it was, I, I think we ended up voting for Darby, and it was a conversation between <laughs> D- and Darby and MJF. And, and that's the really awkward part, right? Because, like, d- the first thing that you come up with this year would be Darby, right? Oh, like, yeah, Darby I mean, to me. I Because we did last year, I immediately skipped right, over Right. Him. But, like, then you start doing the math, and you realize nobody else well, really was allowed it, to break out this depe- year. It depends. Ultimately, your, it depends. Like, I, and I think I know where you're going. Yeah, there's one. I yeah. think the answer ends up being Orange Cassidy. Yes. But... You know, like he was orange. It's a different orange. You know, we loved Orange Cassidy at this time last did year. Did I ever? Ever? Everybody loved Orange Cassidy. We didn't know if he could be a, a tra- more traditional wrestler. We didn't know if he could have the big feud. We didn't know or if he was just going to be a comedy guy. We knew he, maybe he could be that, but we didn't know if they would let him. And this year, I think showed that if you position Orange Cassidy correctly, he can be the top guy. But this goes back to what I just said. Yet. Here we are, yes. and he's being stymied again, and yes. that's the difficult part of it, right? Like, I, I don't want to say it's almost like I don't want to celebrate Orange Cassidy's rise because I'm just as pissed off about the fact that like they had no idea where they were going in the in the aftermath of it. Um, look, I do think that ultimately that's the only real answer that qualifies for this. If you know, if we're saying that a year ago was Darby's year, um, Orange Cassidy was phenomenal. I mean, Orange Cassidy is phenomenal. He was phenomenal before this year. But in the context of AEW, from where he was at this point in AEW last December to where he is hypothetically now in AEW, yeah, I think Orange Cassidy is the only really qualified answer for this question. I don't even know who the other nominees would be. The same people as last year. You could say You could say Sammy. You could say Sammy they to an extent. Sammy. No, no, I I can understand your argument for saying Sammy, but it's this, I mean, they buried everybody. Like, come <laughs> on, man. Like, if that's if that's what we're judging yeah. this by, we're not going to be able to answer yeah. any of these questions. Um, I could see the argument for Sammy. Like, somebody would say, "Hey, that had already really started a year ago, right?" Right. But, but you know, it did elevate. He, he established himself more this it year. It did for elevate sure. a bit this year. I'll listen to that. Is there is there any is there a tag team? That's that what I'm trying to think. A, like, ta- tag teams kind of came and went. I mean, best friends kind of broke out. Yes, to but a, like sort of because of Orange Cassidy. Yeah, because you know? and, and again, no, they, they did the program with the mom's van and. I know, but that was kind of in the aftermath yeah. of Orange and, Cassidy and it ju- getting. I, it also depends how much you view best friends as you know, because they were. Over no, in yeah. New Japan, Best. they were, you know. But in the context of, of A, the, we've always uh, said in the yes, context exactly. of AW, of course, like of they would, they would be. I think you can make that argument for sure. You could probably make, you know, you could probably make a similar argument for FTR, and that's an awkward. Well, like, that con- that one I think would be harder. I, I was going to say Santana and Ortiz a little bit. Yeah, Not, I think they've kind of been an afterthought. If I'm being honest, I don't think they've really broken out. Um, I, I think, I think, 
if there were an answer, it, like we wouldn't have to think this hard about it. it I, it's it's a microcosm of what has happened this year. Eddie Kingston. Yeah, okay. Eddie Kingston would be a great argument actually... as another candidate. That's probably the second best answer that you could yeah. have in that category is Eddie Kingston. Uh, for those that don't have never been with us for jobbies before, uh, typically the way this works is we all put out an answer and then we scream and fight and see who's willing to back <laughs> down. That's the way that it goes. When there's not really a great answer for a category, we debate like this. It's not the way, but ultimately we're going to keep coming back. I don't. I mean, I, Orange Cassidy. Orange, Orange Cassidy, Cassidy was my Orange vote. Cassidy yes, but but I do agree. Eddie Kingston is a good honorable mention. All right, Aaron. This is where I'm going to ask you to interject a new category that you didn't write down last night that we're going to think through on the air. Okay. It's always the best way that we do things. Absolutely. Yes. N- your next category would be? Oh, I'm supposed to make up a category. Yes, that was the answer. Okay. Uh, not, so not in a match, just the moment of the year. Like something that stuck out with you as uh, something that happened in AEW. <sighs> I mean, that's tough because the first thing you're going to say is dinner debonair. Like, it's the first thing that's going to come to mind. Stadium stampede? You know what? But but that's That's tough. That's a match, right? I mean, I I was almost going to say, remember, so when I'm thinking of moments, um, on that boat, on the Jericho cruise, singing his theme. Yeah, I mean, it was a pretty cool, like, that feel was super cool. I don't disagree with that. Um, What about... But the theme... did the did people start? The, did the chorus start before the boat? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it's been going on from I mean the first AEW basically. But when did we realize it was a thing? I think the, the, the boat. The boat, was, the boat w- was when it became a thing. Okay, then I would listen to that. The acoustics of the situation allowed it to be heard a lot more because everybody was so much closer together. The, the crowd mics were right there. Yeah. Right. They, they were really emphasizing the crowd there. Because to Aaron's point, we were at the first dynamite and people were doing it there. I mean, they were. But sing- I, yeah. I just don't remember when we started recognizing. I, I think it was, it was the, the boat. boat when it was part of the AEW experience. It was when, like, 100% when, you, when you would go to an AEW show and like, of course, and nobody did. Well, that's not true. Some people <laughs> did. But you know what I mean? Like, yes. that if we had been, in a normal world, if we had been able to go to shows for, this year. For those two months between the part boat. Of, part of what we would have been looking forward to was getting the opportunity to sing um, yeah. uh, a Judas with everybody. Yeah. Right. And so because of that, you might quickly convince... It is a tough thing, right? Because I still think that, like, ultimately, we're going to remember Le Dinner Debonair because they went for it. Yeah. Because it was one of the boldest things that a wrestling wrestling company has done in just going for it. Absurdly. Absurdly going all in. Yeah in order to try to pull something off and make something happen. So much so that despite the fact that what I said the next day was they missed it. it was, they, didn't, they didn't nail it. It was still so fucking memorable. Got mentioned by the New York Times. I mean, yeah, yeah. Like, they brought that up. That's not a bit. I mean, that's, that's, that's a difficult thing to measure. Now, it was really getting mentioned by the New York Times for a different reason, but we'll save that when we get to the final category sure. in AW. Um, it's just, God, it just stands out so much as being so unique, mm-hmm. so different, and such a good attempt yeah. at doing something that it's it's hard for me to dismiss in the conversation about an AEW moment of the year. I mean, it is unfortunate, though, that everybody is overlooking the most groundbreaking moment in ah, the history the of the wrestling. It's Okay, so there's three nominees on the table. Uh, I think we I'll can go ahead out, and actually, urinate on that yeah, one. I'll, I'll throw out another one, another arrival. Matt Hardy's arrival was pretty cool. Like I, I don't know if I don't oh. I don't even remember it. Well, wait, <laughs> like, wasn't wasn't that the one where they like kept having him go around uh, the crowd yeah, and was, they had the they had Vanguard neat. one? It, like, was it was fun. neat, but it don't yeah. compare to these others. I, 
not in, not in no, any way. I, I just I just want to throw it out. If we're just kind of throwing out a few interesting moments from AEW, I kind of want to throw that I in I think there. we're between these two. I think we're yeah. between the sing-along on the boat yeah. and the dinner debonair. I mean, it's a no-brainer. It's the dinner debonair. That, that's what it is for me. And, and Aaron? Yeah, I mean, if we're talking just... It, it it almost depends. Are we looking at moment or seven? Like, there's one moment, like you know, kind of the the five second clip I want to see no, of, think, of the I, thing, and then if it's the full segment, definitely. Oh, Le you're think, you're trying too I know. hard. Well, I'm just well, saying. You introduced the fucking category. Okay, that's asshole. fine. Let, let's just go with the dinner debonair. This guy. I'm this guy's like. <laughs> I'm just throwing it's like, it out. It's there. like here's the moment of the year, but I also think like no, you're the one that that threw this fine, out. Fine, then, then if I'm saying it's the moment, the moment is him singing. Oh, so now I've got to decide. Yes, I'm letting you decide. Fine. Fuck, I really kind of worked myself into a shoot, <laughs> didn't I? Yeah, you did. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. Like, what I think You've of already made your vote clear. <laughs> it's my turn to I vote, know, asshole. Just, We've already gotten your opinion. I'm trying to uh, influence your vote. Well, did, I, you didn't bring me a coconut water or any jerky, so you know well, what? Maybe if it's you would have responded in time, because you of never a, read your Some text. of us still have jobs. Some of us. Boo. <laughs> what a heel. What a Boo. heel. Leonard Randy Orton, who's worse? No doubt. Some I of might. us don't have cancer. <laughs> oh man. Um. <sighs> oh, fuck. A bunch of people in a crowd singing is not. No, but it wrestling. became a defining point. It did. It did become a defining point of AEW. It became a defining point of you tune in and you know this is a significant part of the show each and every week. It. It was. I mean, you could almost compare it to you know. Daniel Bryan climbing that cage going, yes, seeing that crowd doing it. Just kind of the, the fans. I can't really compare it to that. I can't compare it to that. Hmm. I, I, I'm not saying it's a direct comparison, but like you can say that a crowd moment is a moment is what I'm if, trying if, to say. If, if, I'm yeah, trying to, if I'm trying to sell Aaron's point, AEW was could have gone a lot of ways, right? And part of the problem, look, there are going a lot of ways. <laughs> in defining what AEW was, that moment went a long way. That that image, that visual of them again doing something that was different and unique and cool and a bunch of like legitimate wrestling fans, not children, and I get it, like I'm, there's nothing wrong with children being wrestling fans. But this was not that. This was a ton of wrestling fans packed in together all singing a song, and essentially at the moment declaring this to have been the Chris Jericho company. Apparently, AEW missed the message and thought it was somebody else's company, but that's a whole different thing than a name that probably won't come up during the course of the jobbies because we typically award the best <laughs> of the year. <laughs> that was a real declaration of, we're here because of this. Yeah. We came here, we like everybody else, but this exists... Because of this guy. Yeah. It's difficult because we all kind of feel some conflicting things about Chris Jericho from the course of 2020. But there was a really strong moment. It, that it, it was also um, arguably like if we were saying that like that was almost the moment we felt like AEW was on the right track. Like, like the stories were right. going well. And it's like this is different. This is what they've been saying. This is not WWE. We're doing different locations, different matches, different things. This is AEW. And we were all saying okay, this is AEW, and we're pretty happy about that if this Re was AEW. Remember that? Um, it was a good time. I yeah. mean, <laughs> barely. I barely <laughs> remember that. Uh, the answer is Ladin or Debonair. All right, let's okay. move forward. <laughs> That's the moment of the year. I mean, I don't, I don't know what else to say. That's yeah. the answer. I, it's, I get your point. I think yeah. it's a strong argument. 
But I'm not going to. The dinner debonair was so over the top and so. Yeah, I'm not going to quit. That's that. the answer. All right, let's go with uh, the match of the year in AEW. Somebody else start. I started on these the last couple times. I'll say something. Uh, I think the honestly the only I was trying to think of like what my favorite AEW matches were this year, and really the only match that comes to mind of something that like I was really into and kind of blew me away is. And, you know, I think we're going to talk over the course of the whole jobbies about maybe some of the matches that happened pre-COVID that had audiences mm-hmm. are going to influence mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. a little bit more than the ones that did not. For me, it's probably uh, Kenny and Hangman versus the Bucks. And that, that was my first thought. That's my number one. I was going to also mention that first Jericho-Orange uh, Cassidy match on Dynamite. That was a tremendous match. Um, there were several matches on that, uh, the, the May pay-per-view that I liked. Um, including the uh, MJF Luchas, uh, was yeah MJF Luchas, uh, not Luchasaurus, MJF Jungle Boy match. Um, but yeah, I kept I, that match, that tag match. They went over the top with the the hyperbole about it as you know the greatest tag match ever. But I think it was the greatest. I think you can make the argument of the greatest match of the year, certainly of any company. Um, but I, you can make a case for it. I, I don't think you have to. It, sure. it was a fantastic match. Look, I was expecting you to try to make an argument for the FTR uh, Bucks match. I don't think that, it was as good as the Bucks. And I, well, I, yeah. I agree with that. And again, even if you had attempted to, I would have been where I would have stepped in and said what I've been saying, which right. is I don't even think that's the second best tag match. I think the Lucha Brothers match. Well, what also? Oh, the other one we have to is Hang, Hangman and Kenny. Is the, uh, the street fight, proud and powerful against the best friend. Oh, yeah, that was a tremendous match as well. I also want to say that like. And you brought it up a second ago earlier. The only thing I don't want to move right past, and nobody's really... The joy that I had watching the stadium stampede... Yes. And and again, with this glaring problem being that the booking was so fucking bad. <laughs> and it goes back to, like... I... I I hate that that still stands out because right. I enjoyed it so goddamn much. It was so much fun. It was such a delight. I will probably go back and agree with both of you that it's the Bucks versus um, uh, uh, Omega and Page. But I want to sneak something in here just because I have to. How many AEW World Title matches did you think of when you were trying to think of this? None, zero. I mean, right? Isn't man, that fucking crazy? I didn't think I couldn't even think of one that was. But again, close. that was the the part of the problem again they only do four pay-per-views and we talked about they they had such serious issues in a couple of these one being they didn't they they did a pay-per-view in may without really bothering to give right. a champion a credible match and then they said you know what we're gonna do the next time the same thing we're gonna or it was the next time it was the one after that it was two two of the four they have four pay-per-views a year two of them the champion didn't get a credible opponent right. in 50 percent of your pay-per-views like when we make fun of Ricochet being the yeah. uh, competing for a championship, they did that in fifty percent of their pay per view matches this right. year. They had a non credible opponent for their champion. That doesn't seem great. That doesn't seem like the type of ratio that you want to have. And, and you know, I, I can't even wait. Who was the opponent that made pay per view? Brody Lee. Was that Brody? Yeah. Jeez. Brody Lee out of real nowhere the, just wandered in like, I was, I was and trying, got I was, to be. I was like, I, I don't think that was when Art. Like, I, I was going through. I don't think it was like, I don't think that was Hager. Who, oh, well, that's yeah. not credible yeah. either. Brody yeah. the, Lee. The last real. Well, Hager was probably the mo- one of the more credible. More credible one. But, it just but didn't happen on, to paper. Yeah, it was, it, was on a, it was on a dynamite. But the, yeah. The, the, the only other credible title match they had was the one where Moxley beat Jericho. 
in January. Right. Right. Well, and MJF. And MJF. Oh, and, well, I forgot about that. Yeah. Correct. Like that's that's. But it's three. We're talking about three like credible, legitimate championship caliber matches. I don't like. So that's I, you know what? It's unfair. You were being unfair to Hager. The problem with well, Hager was no, it mean, just we, happened so quickly well, that we didn't buy that it, the title well, was going to change. The better matches were on Dynamite. The Omega match was on Dynamite. The Hager match was on Dynamite. A lot of these matches were on Dynamite. Correct. Correct. All Even facts. the better burner matches were on Dynamite. Like, didn't yeah. Moxley fight Ray Phoenix or someone? Or uh, was it Pentagon? Like, somebody fought. Like somebody Yeah, and it was, a, a, like, a really like, viable. Like, yeah. those are. We know it's a burner match, but, but it's not on the pay-per-view. Right. And it was better than the Brody Lee thing. I mean, <laughs> I, which, which sucks. I like Brody Lee so yeah. much. It was just so inexcusable that that was their main event for one of their four pay-per-views a year. All right, um, I'm going to throw in a curveball. We typically combine all performers to do a wrestler of the year. Let's do a female and male. And and I only do that because otherwise we're not going to bring up the female. Like, there's no right. – they, they, their female division is so bad, yes. well, I was it gonna, can't I was, come up. I was just going to say if you bring up a female category. And that's, there's one, right? Well, like well, the, I was going to abstain. Well, no, you're not going to say Britt Baker's Performer, the answer. Yeah, I was going like, to say, performer, if you're going performer yeah. of the year and not wrestler, like, you could make a good case for Sheeta putting on – you know, doing her best to carry this division for she a while. She did her damnedest, but the, the female performer of the year was Britt Baker. Baker 100%. By far. And it's, it's kind of crazy because I don't think Britt Break, Brit Baker is a great wrestler. I think she's a good character. Yes. But, and she does a really good wrestler, but she's not a great character. Well, and again, there's a huge problem, which is they have no idea what they're <laughs> doing. I was going to say, they, she doesn't have it. What is her character? Right, her like, character is she's a good wrestler. And Correct. I, and I think, I feel like. You know, maybe I'm being hyperbolic, but it feels to me like my gut feeling is that Brit has lost steam over the past few months. Maybe, but I if so, like it's only because, because again, they don't no know women. what yes. they have no idea what they're doing. They can't make something credible for Brit Baker because she is the division. There right. is no division there. It's her, it's her, horrendously her in, embarrassing. Her injury it, came at a really inopportune time. Brandon, tilt that time. mic back towards uh, it's, my, it's mouth. It's her and a bunch of NWA. Net mess. Uh, you know, there, there's Abaddon. I'm, I'm, in, in, I'm I, interested in Abaddon. I, that's at least. fine. I'm interested in Abaddon. Yeah. As I said to you before, yeah. like, they, they made a big deal out of Abaddon. Nobody on the planet ever like. You don't if, unless you're watching another show that isn't on right. TV. You don't know who Abaddon is. Right. You have no clue. I, I'm just saying. You know, saying that someone's interesting in the AEW women's division is somehow it's a very, it's a lo- the bar it, is it, insane. It, it's low. a low yeah. bar, and when someone does interest you, it, it feels so big because they very rarely do that. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Britt right, Baker. So Britt Baker's the answer now. Wrestler of the year. MJF. I mean, thanks for way to build that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's. Who else is there okay, to talk I, about? I, I will make a case for so MJF is definitely up there. I, the other name that came to mind was Adam Page. Like he has been, he's been one, fine. Yeah, he's he's, been. he's put on good matches. We talked about these matches that were good. He's had awesome segments. He's made people care about him more and more as the year progressed. He's the one guy who I've kind of kept saying about AEW. If I'm tuning on, like I really want to see him because I know there's going to be something interesting happen th- happening there. But what about? But what about now? Like now. Even now, oh, I'm I'm into what he's doing now. Just the the kind of sort of the slow build there, the kind of looking for friends, finding in the dark. I'm in on that. 
Um, it's so slow going and but so I, nothing on the show. But I but I'm into that because they're making it like they're intentionally making it a slow burn. It's him looking for friends. I'm into that storyline. I really liked it in the battle royal where he was like, "Oh hey, these guys are being cool to me. I'm enjoying." You know, we you complained about how they didn't make a big deal about him coming out during during that. I kind of like the fact that he was in the shadows there and they're not putting it in your face that it's more of kind of simmering under the surface there. I'm really enjoying everything Adam Page right Look, now. I like it. I think Adam Page has been good. Um, I think he's been pretty consistent, again, with the exception of it, it just felt kind of awkward for a little while and, and, and wasn't going anywhere. It just seemed to sort of be lingering and uh, pointlessly, right? Like pointlessly lingering for a bit. But ultimately, I've, I've, I've enjoyed Adam Page. I like Adam Page. I think, I think Adam Page is a great performer. With all due respect, this is about as simple as Brandon made it out to be. <laughs> This was the year of MJF, um, and and is really the saving grace of the entire company. With the, let uh, I me, mean, Orange Cassidy has been phenomenal as well, but unfortunately has been punched right back down after getting a big push. This is the year of MJF. Period. This is MJF's year. The AEW, for all the things that they think they are, what they really are are the company that is should be grateful as shit that they employ MJF. Because he is not just the future of professional wrestling, he is the moment of professional wrestling. This has been MJF's year at every turn. Everything he's done has been utterly gold. It's why it sucks so much at the end of the year that he kind of wasn't involved when all of this shit went down. Um, but the moment that he got back into the mix, we were reminded of why this business is MJF's business until he kind of decides that it isn't. Um, he's, he is truly better at this than everybody else is. And without a glaring weakness, like if he was a bad wrestler, if he was, you know, uh, everything else yeah. he does, if that was combined with him being a bad wrestler, that would be a problem. He's not the greatest wrestler on the face of the planet. He's not the most technical wrestler ever, but he's a really good wrestler. And because of that, it's an ad that's playing, Brandon. Oh, it's it's like, a, the, 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 the music, uh, it's, not, yeah. the, 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 it's a 30-minute thing. And so it, I was going to say, do, do we want to have this music lasting the entire show? Yeah, that's how a jo- that's how okay. the jobbies work, Aaron. <laughs> Very faintly in we the background. We need the pomp and circumstance. <laughs> God damn it! Jesus, man, what a dick! What yeah. is th- who is this guy? He's trying to ruin the jobbies. What the hell too? is going on around here? Um, it's MJF. MJF's the answer. I'm it's, not going to argue with him. Like, I mean, it's just the the AW. Yeah, I don't want to. <laughs> there is this other guy. Who wins a lot of matches. <laughs> I don't know if you know, he's held a championship for most of the year. He's Go. the most important thing on the company. Fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually really bummed because I was going to have this bit where we were going to give presents to one another. I was going to pull out Cody action figures. But every... Yeah. I, and, I, and I got this. First of all, every Walmart was sold out. Not just that. I heard at least once, we can't keep them on the shelves. Cool. All right, now. <laughs> there was a chance... There was a chance... There was a world in which Glenn was going to get two Cody action figures because <laughs> I did the same goddamn oh, thing. Oh, you sons of bitches. <laughs> you sons of I bitches. I was looking for that thing. All yeah. right. Here's my here's my thought process, right? We're hoping that AJ is going to join us here in a bit. You want to do NXT? I say, well, no, I just say we do some of – pick off some of those. And what we'll do is we'll – man. We'll allow him to tell us if he vehemently opposes – once he's able to join. All right. All right. Or even we can go through some of them and I'll name our candidates without declaring an official oh, winner. Oh, yeah. There you go. Okay. All right. And kind of get some of that conversation out of the way. 
This is the jobbies, by the way. It's the wrong one. The, the <laughs> song was a little more downstated. Um, so we've, we've done the AW portion of it. We now get into the WWE portion of the jobbies, where we're supposed to have the main event, the event, event to make this event. A, a group decision. Hopefully we will at some point. So let's just start discussing the categories. And as we discuss them, we'll table a final decision on the winner. Again, you know, might have a good feel for some of them. But then when AJ comes in, we'll make final decisions on those and then get to some of the biggies there at the end. And, of all course, right? the biggest category of all is the Yes, jobber, jobber of the year. That is yes. coming, no doubt. All right, Aaron, where do we go first? Um, well, you know what? I feel like we normally start with NXT, so let's start with uh, female NXT Superstar of the Year. This was one of the tougher ones. Yes, it was. I got to be honest. This was really one of the tougher ones because it was doubly conflated by like what what was NXT. I think the answer is... Oh, God. I think, I think there are two or three. You I, I think there are two in particular that really stand out. But ultimately remembering who was actually there, who was, I think that EO has to be the answer. And I'll, I'll get where you might go, but I think that reliable, count on, I'm pretty sure I know what AJ is what it's going to be. Yeah. I think that ultimately I have to come back to EO for this when it's all said and done. Go ahead and say your spiel about Rhea or whoever you want to no, say No, actually about. No? it was not Rhea. Uh, I'm going with Candice LeRae. I think mm. this was a great year for Candice LeRae. I think she, you know, going back through the takeovers, even when she wasn't in title matches, she was routinely putting on the better matches. She was putting on the best segments. She kind of kept, you know, she was one of the things that really kind of made the, the locomotion that made the women's division going, even though she didn't hold the title. She was doing the segments. Even when she was doing the mixed tag things, like she was the best part about the Candice Gargano, Keith Lee, right. uh, Mia Yim thing. Like, I think she had the most consistent year from start to finish, even though she never actually won the title. And part of it is also, you know, I have EOs so high that when she just has a great year like she did, she didn't really have anything that stuck out with me. It's like, oh my God, this is what sets her above and beyond everybody else. So when I'm thinking about, you know, the, the women this year, I think Candace had more of those moments that'll make me remember her in 2020 as opposed to EO. See, for me, the Candace thing is more of a breakout star type situation because uh, she was just, this was when she turned heel. This right. Is when, like, this feels like the first time she's gone above average. She was just kind of there I don't before. necessarily disagree with that. And But... I can't say anyone other than Io Shirai just because she won the championship. She was in every paper. Like, she headlined, well, I think a couple of them she headlined, but she uh, was, was in the title match in every single takeover and still has the title. I, I, I can't not say Io. And there's nothing that she's never a disappointment. No, like, no. There's never a time where you're like, well, this won't be a great... I like Candice. Don't get me wrong. I think there are nice things to say about Candice. I don't even think she's a. there's a compelling argument here, No, like, though. I would say Rhea before her, yeah. and Rhea didn't have the best year either. Well, it, and Rhea was also not consistent. Like, yeah. it was the moments were big for Rhea. She didn't have the and, consistency and that's why I was, that everyone I else thought had. Candice was the most consistent. But I think that Candice has been consistent for the last five months. I think she was, I think even before that. 
Well, she didn't turn heel until what? It was it April? But what but even then, she was doing like the the some of the Mia Yim stuff. So like she was kind of holding it down when when Charlotte was running through the top of the mm-hmm. division, she was kind of holding down the rest of the women's division. It still feels to me like if if you were saying we had a woman women's breakout star, she would be in contention for that. I wouldn't even give her that one. Well, I was gonna honestly. say Shotzi would be. Yeah, the breakout. I'd, I'd give it to well. I don't think it's that obvious. I think she's Shotzi's the other contender, um, and I I would actually give it to Raquel Gonzalez to be honest with you because okay. she's impressed me more in the ring, and maybe it's maybe it's an unfair thing because I was so surprised by how she impressed me in the ring, um, but those to me that's a separate thing. Those right. are more breakout star type things. I think it's it's Rhea's the only other viable candidate, you know. And if someone wanted to be a real asshole, they could say Charlotte Flair. Um, <laughs> but I no, I, I don't think you even can. You can't make that argument. I mean, she had some goddamn great matches in NXT. She and, did, and so, but I, I wouldn't make the argument. No, but I mean, I'm just she saying, did. Someone who right. wanted to be an antagonist would say that, right? Um, but it's EO. I mean, I just can't make an argument against. I think her. for consistency reasons, it's EO, and I, I'm I'm pretty confident that AJ is going to agree. Well, but yes, we'll, obviously he's going will, to agree. We will save and let him say that determinedly. Okay. Uh, do we want to do Men NXT? Sure. Fair We're enough. here, Art? right? Yep. Uh, Men NXT Superstar of the Year. <laughs> Pat McAfee. <laughs> <laughs> He's the most important. He's the most important. Uh, Break, breakout. <laughs> breakout star. Breakout star. Of rookie of the year. Jesus best, Christ. Best wrestler in the history of yeah, wrestling. All of those things. Look, I think we have to admit that this one's tough, too. Um, yeah. You know, like, I, I think that you have an amount of, like, default that you feel here where you're like, well, we could just say Adam Cole and be done with it, That's right? That's my because, vote, by the way. <laughs> because Adam Cole is Adam Cole, right? You also had the Keith Lee stuff. And Keith Lee was 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 white hot, was yeah. absolutely yeah. white hot for a little while, but then disappeared. And right. I could make an argument for Kyle O'Reilly. Like, I could make an argument for... That's more of a breakout star type thing. Probably, but, like, when the highs were high, they were fucking high. You know what I mean? What's that? What are you trying to tell me? He's ready. Oh, AJ's ready? All right, great. We'll let him get involved in the conversation. I think that I default back to Adam Cole and just say it was not... It was a little disjointed throughout the course of the year. But ultimately, the safest answer to me is Adam Cole. It kind of goes back to what you were saying about EO, is that, you know, he may not have had the the, the peak of peak, but he was consistent. I mean, the reason we're talking about Pat McAfee is because of how good Adam Cole was. Uh, Big facts. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Awards night really just stepped up the music. Um, I I, I think that just on a consistency basis, there wasn't anybody else as consistent. And he made it. He made a lot of chicken salad out of chicken shit, especially during the spring. I completely agree. But, uh, al- but also Finn Balor. I mean, you have to give him Balor a little, was good. A little bit of a bone. I mean, like, he's the other side of that match that was so good with him and Adam Cole. And then you've got the Kyle O'Reilly match that was excellent. Um, he had two good matches, but then, like, where was he for the first? Well, he got injured. But I, I, Well, I that's still, part of it. Hold on. I still Well, he had a great match with Johnny Gargano, too. I still think it's Adam Cole, but I think he's worth mentioning. Sure. I mean, there, there are several people we can mention. As is Kyle O'Reilly. God, I hope 2021 is his year. It yeah, I mean, it, be seems, it seems like it should be. Oh, I guess I shouldn't be playing the music and dialing somebody at the same time. <laughs> that hey, be guess who's here? Nope, I lied. <laughs> is he? Maybe. You there? Hello? 
Yeah, I'm here. I just hey. had to make sure that uh, you guys weren't coming out my speakers. All car. right. Guess who's here? The main. Hey. 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 All right. So here's the deal. We got in. We got into. We've only gone in two categories so far. Okay. I, we. I think we. You're going to simply just agree. Give me, just give me. Just let me give you both of my. Uh, my picks. You guys already picked it. Or no, or we 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 debate. We debated it. We, we, I mean, like, we know what the answer is for sure for one, because we know what your answer is. So we discussed female NXT performer of the year, and we're pretty certain we know where you're headed. The correct answer is Io Shirai. So yeah, that's, it, that's yeah. a simple answer. That's where we <laughs> yes. are. Um, I think we figured that wasn't going to require a whole lot of debate. Hold on. But this this guy to my left tried to say Candace LeRae. I, I thought Candace had a phenomenal I did, I year. I honestly, Candace has had a great year. Nobody's She's debating been a that. a major part of massive storylines um and and she's done a lot of work with io shirai in the meantime but the answer is io shirai uh, we're yeah, okay. in complete and total agreement next we discussed male nxt performer and i think we know year. where you're going with this and the correct answer is carry guys oh. <laughs> <laughs> you missed my setup i said all right i, I like let their silence for a second i gotta think about this Pat McAfee. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, go ahead. Who's your vote? You might have been I serious. Think, can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. I said Cameron Grimes. That's He's really serious. your vote, though. Fuck. Oh, that's really your vote. You okay. know what? I mean, I love it. I, I love it. You, save, can, you can make the save, argument. Save that. If, if, save, save that it. thought. Save, save that thought. <laughs> um, we are. We right now have two votes. Three votes? Or are we all on Adam I, Cole? I think or we are. Adam Cole? Yeah. Three, so it kind of doesn't matter what you think. Adam Cole is the answer. <laughs> got bad news. Adam Cole is going to be our answer. I'm afraid I've got some bad yeah, news. Right? Wait, so you, the three, you picked Cameron Grimes? I mean, Adam Cole? Yes. yes, we all picked Adam Cole. But do you know that Cameron Grimes is has been on TV, the best thing on TV? AJ, you're, so stepping, you're literally <laughs> stepping on the most important bit of the show. <laughs> You're legitimately stepping on the entire bit that we do for the Jobbies every year. Do you remember what the most important award at the My Jobbies is? My God, man. You're, you're not wrong, though. Could you ever take more of a torpedo to everything that we do here? <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Giving they're, it away. They're, 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 the entire year. We know that, AJ. We have an award. Our top honor of the year is called the Jobber of the Year. Would you settle the fuck but down already? Oh, uh, wait a second. Wait a second. Is he not? He's not a jobber. Is he, he not? Big matches to people that like Dexter Loomis. And, I want to see his uh, win he, and loss record for this can, year. Can somebody who beat, didn't he beat Finn Balor this year? He beat Johnny Gargano too, I think. Leon Ruff beat Johnny Gargano. <laughs> Let, let's be honest here. Disrespect. You're not going to disrespect Leon Ruff, though. I'm not going to allow that to happen. All right. So hang on. His win loss record for the year. Oh God! Why couldn't somebody just compile this somewhere? If I had my computer, go to Jesus. a go to Pro Fight DVD. That's where I'm at. But they don't like have it for the year. They just have all the matches, oh. and there's a uh. lot of matches that we have to go with. Jesus! God damn it! Announce our biggest. We're, thanks a lot, AJ. Glad you showed up. Get to the biggest award of the year, and then we'll discuss everything else after that. Are, are we really? Uh, yes. Okay, we're going. Fine. How do we go? That's all we're talking about now. Okay, um, <laughs> jobber of the year, I guess. Holy shit, it's Cameron Grimes. <laughs> of course it is. No, and you see, you guys are 
dog. Cameron Grimes is not a jobber. Bro. You're forgetting hey, how bro. it is that we treat jobber of the year, AJ. We say it on, like with honor. It is an it is our highest honor of the year. I know that, but my point is that like Cameron we, Grimes wins a we, lot of matches. We know that our truth wins back. matches too, but we named it our truth in the past because it is our highest honor. It is someone who maybe isn't thought of as being the top performer in wrestling, but yet we believe is the best part of wrestling. That's how we give out the jobber of the year. I can appreciate that, but at the same time, I legitimately believe that the male NXT performer of the year was Cameron. Well, Bryce. I respect your opinion on this subject. You're a whore. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Actually, wait. There's a really obvious answer if we're going for a jobber. Pat McAfee's 0 2. Yeah, and big we're not, well, Pat man. McAfee is not going to be our jobber no. of the year. That's not going to occur. Um, hang on. I'm trying to pull up Cameron Grimes' record for 2020. I, I do actually have a I list. think he has a winning record. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I think he has a winning record recently. I don't think he has a winning record for bro, that. Bro, he won like one. Bro, he won like he won like eight straight matches at the beginning of the year. I, I remember because I was dead in the crowd. No, he didn't. <laughs> but uh, hang on. Cameron Grimes has a 44 percent winning percentage. 19 yeah, well, and 23. Guess, Let's try this again. Record. I guess that does make him kind of a jobber. Who is the jobber of the year? Our top honor, and then we'll get all the other shit that we don't care about. It's yeah. Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes. <laughs> Our top honor of the year, of course, is going to Cameron Grimes. And thank you for stepping all over the bit, you monstrous asshole. <laughs> By the way, all three of us were on the same page, and none of us had spoken it out loud. We AJ just, just stepped in here and said, <laughs> fucking Tomahawk everything. I am going Because you guys don't think Cameron Grimes should be male NXT Superstar of the Year. I, trust me. I, I, love, I love where your head's at. I can't. Like, if we treat this in, in, in true seriousness, I cannot elevate Cameron Grimes above Adam fucking Cole. I can't do Adam that. Adam Cole was not even on NXT TV for like three months. And yet, <laughs> and yet, here we are. Was he not on NXT? When was he not on NXT? When he was doing the few, when he first uh, got jumped by Pet McAfee. I mean, he uh, was like two weeks. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't three months. It definitely wasn't three months. But like, how long was it? A it was month. A couple, it was a couple weeks. Yeah, I mean, it was. A, it was. A, it might have been. No, as it was long definitely. As a month. It was definitely at least a month. The point being, I love you. Know how much I love Cameron. And every Grimes. one of those weeks, you know who the best person on TV was. Well, he's the best person every week on Raw. Our Truth is the best performer. Are you naming him your male wrestler of the year? I could. Yeah, I mean, th- this is my point. Like, we have this category for a reason. So we can do things seriously and then have the conversation about the people that we actually love the most. If, by the way, if we want to do who lost the most, I think it's actually King Corbin. That would be a candidate. He would absolutely be a candidate for this Driver is, of I the Year. This was a, oh, right. It's an overall award. What do you mean? The Jobber of the Year? Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, it's, we it's have anybody. one Jobber yes. of the Year. Yes. Jobber of the Year is Cameron Grimes. Yes. And is delightful. I and I, th- when people hear Jobber of the Year, it's this is not us taking a shot at somebody. It's us putting our stamp on it and saying, we absolutely love them this yeah, year. I don't know if you know this. The show is called... <laughs> Jobbing Out! <laughs> it's the award we named it. It's our top honor! <laughs> you asshole! <laughs> well, that was AJ. Uh, that was AJ. He's Goodbye. Done. See ya. See ya next we're, year. We're editing that whole segment out.
<laughs> Jesus Christ. I might, have to, cha- might have to change who the worst is. <laughs> God damn it. I know. It's clearly you. You're screaming in a room full because of nobody. Because you tried to ruin the entire show. <laughs> <laughs> I did not do such a thing. I said the factual statement that Cameron Grimes is the NXT male performer of the year, God. and you all disagreed, which is fine. You're allowed to be wrong. We want to give him an even bigger award than that because we're not <laughs> thinking about small honors. We're thinking big picture. And unlike WWE, we don't want one person to have multiple championships. <laughs> AJ, let me let, let me let me let me let me tell you something. Let me let me just throw this out here. When you were playing professional football, right? If you could uh-huh. if if your option was to be uh, either the defensive player of the year or the MVP of the NFL, you could have one or the other. Which would you have liked? I would have liked MVP. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Next category, tag team. Of I don't the- know why you're sticking around. We already gave out. Imagine, like in the middle of the Oscars, they're like, <laughs> and now picture. best picture. But stick around for best cinematography. <laughs> no, but then after best picture, someone would come up and be like, actually, you gave best picture to someone who shouldn't have been nominated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tag team of the year. This was across the entirety of the WWE umbrella. There's one answer. Okay. That answer is the Street Profits. I think it that, is too. Yep, that was my vote. Man, I think it is too. And and look, I part of this is it's difficult to set. Somebody might really do the math and say the truth is the New Day probably still are, deserves the 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 recognition, right? The Street Profits just stood out so much this year that I I they, tend to agree. They did more than the New Day did this year. The New Day were great because they're always great. But wait, I I can't think of a single thing the New Day did this year. Well, hold on. There's one other answer. Is this a gender specific award? No. If you want to give it to Sasha and Bailey is is a nominee. Too. I yeah, would, I, they certainly deserve a nomination. I don't disagree. But I would not give them the award over the Street Profits. The Street Profits were. Just phenomenal. Yeah. They were MVPs. You, you guys are probably right, but I'm just going to say my vote was Sasha and Bailey. All right, that, that way we can what? lodge a I vote. I mean, they way. carried they carried the entire show for three months. You know, speaks to a bigger problem. Yeah, I don't actually <laughs> disagree. I think the problem with saying Sasha and Bailey is that they carried it as singles performers who were just together. They as had a, the tag team. Championship. I know, I mean, but, but, could, but the whole tag team championships were when are they going to turn on each other? Who's and, and they had the tag team championships and then didn't really defend it. But they've been a tag team for three years. I understand that, but so you lodge your vote. I, okay. and, and it's Would anyone it's else like to join Brandon in order to give I'm us a hung jury? It's, no. it's valid. And okay, yours, but it's not because we move on. Yes. Brandon's an asshole. The biggest <laughs> asshole of the week. Obviously, Brandon's ruined everything. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Brandon, for ruining the show. <laughs> Is it just everybody but you can ruin the show? No, I was, I was doing a bit. No, right. yeah, it's, it's, I, I was, was going to ruin the show later. Yeah, this was the Cody Rhodes yeah, promo yeah, that right. you wouldn't yeah. know about. All right. No, I definitely wouldn't. Yeah, you definitely. <laughs> and, and nor should you, Frank you, frankly. That's the one. Who's that? Yeah, right. Go uh, ahead. Since we did tag team, let's do tag match. NXT specific? No. The best tag, tag match. match across the WWE umbrella. Let somebody else start. All right, I'll start. Um, oh, my vote is New Day versus the Street Profits at Survivor Series. That was a good match. It was a good match. It was a good match. It was a good match. Go ahead. I am going uh, at – this was at NXT TakeOver Portland. Undisputed Era defending against uh, Matt Riddle and Pete Dunne. Oh, my God. That match was phenomenal. Damn, that was a good match. That was 2020. Yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. We were doing that a lot. It's it was like, it oh was, my god. It was in February. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. 
Uh, Brandon, do you have another one? I'm searching. <laughs> Wait, you guys didn't find your votes beforehand? Come on. No, I, I mean, I wrote down candidates for most of these. I don't know why I forgot to write one down for this. I'm. That was a fucking great match. At the moment, I lean more towards Aaron than I lean towards AJ. I feel like there was a women's match that was really good that I can't think about. Think okay. About what it was. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anybody else? Great. We got two votes for one. Brandon's voted for nobody. <laughs> are you gonna abstain or are you gonna? What's, what's your? What, you didn't. Say I said anything. I'm. I said I'm agreeing with Aaron. Oh, you didn't come up with a. a no, I don't. I don't know why I didn't write something down. Oh, for there, this. there, there is another one that you can say. Okay. Uh, remember at that when worlds collide, the back in January. Oh, I vaguely remember that. Uh, DIY versus Mustache Mountain. Oh Jesus. I don't. Yeah. I don't remember how good yeah, the no, match was. That, was the match that, amazing? That, no, it was a really good match. That, that's my vote. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> so I basically get to be the decider then. No, I'm going. I'm signing. I, th that, that was in 2020. That was that was Rumble weekend. Really Holy weird, man. Shit. It's really weird to think back that no, far. That that match was unfucking believable. I, I gotta go with that one. Okay, well, you got your vote in. <laughs> I'm voting with uh, the takeover match. I'm voting with that one, and that means that there's well, two votes for that. I was going to say, does AJ want to switch his vote to one I, of them? There was no, the, I don't. I think I there was a second think. DIY match that was really good, too. Was it them in Undisputed Era? Was that this year? I, dude, it's really <laughs> hard for me <laughs> to remember. And that led into the match that pissed off Glenn. No, because cause Gar uh, Gargano had turned yeah, Gar immediately Gargano. after that DIY match. That DIY thought, mustache mountain match. He had turned in February. Right. Because oh, okay. that built the program but to I their takeover. I thought they had a couple matches before that. I don't think so. I think that was just one of the, hey, we want to have yeah, this dream match. Yeah, if I remember correctly, that's exactly that, what it that, was. That's right. That's, that's exactly right. what it was. It was really good, though. Yeah. Oh, and if, and if we had voted for that, I would have had Shit. no problem. Now I want to think about this more. <laughs> Are you going to give one to one without with zero story involved? Come on, Glenn. Oh, yeah, that's a great point. Back to you. I'm back to your side. You're arguing against yourself, uh, by the way. No, no, no. I just, I just, I knew my the one right. thing that you couldn't All vote right. for the other one. All right. Very good. Very good. Next. Um, let's go with. You know what? Let's go with the women's match. I, I, I almost feel like it's. Oh. There's one answer. I'm gonna say two things. I think that ultimately the answer is Sasha and Bailey at. Um, what was the, the 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 you know the elimination chamber? Jesus, I you think mean, that's you mean Hell in a Cell. Is that what I meant? Yes, yes sorry, Hell in that's what I meant. Yes. Hell in a Cell. I think that's the answer. Yes, but I don't think so. I okay. Okay. I want to show a little love, only because nobody else is going to. I want to show a little love to the War Games match. That's my pick. Okay. Well, then I'll let AJ vote for it, and I'll vote for the 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 Hell in a Cell match. I just the women's wanna... War Games match was my favorite one match of the year, but I also want to show love to the triple threat match that uh, Rhea, EO, and Charlotte had for the women's title. That was an incredible match as well. It was. It was. It was absolutely an incredible match. I don't disagree with that whatsoever. That was when EO jumped off the house at, in your house. Yep. That was a really good show, by the way. That was a really good show. Alright, so we got two two votes down. I feel like they've gotten to the point where, I mean, this is just an honorable mention, but they've gotten to the point where I think we've picked this in the past and we can't anymore just because we've gotten to the point where we expect it, that the women's rumble match is always really, 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 really good. But... Yeah, Beth Phoenix getting her head bashed open yeah. was incredible. Yep. Yeah, but I think... I, I talked to her about that like at NXT like two weeks later, and she was just like, uh, she was just like, yeah... Uh, 
you know, obviously I, I knew I had to finish the rest of the match because I was, you know, if she was into the final three, she was like, but like, she didn't feel it. She was like, oh, like everybody was looking at her like something was wrong with her. And then she touched the back of her head and her whole hand was red. And she was like, oh, oh, okay. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Imagine that, by the way. Imagine that feeling. Like, huh. Interesting. This is a thing that's going down right now. <laughs> like, imagine being like, I just got shot. How about that? Okay, Brandon, you need to vote for something. Yeah, but, but well, I was. Yeah. But my vote is Sasha and Bailey in the Hell in the Cell. I All think right. that's the best match. It's, it's very rare these days that we get a good build leading to a match of that proportions in the Hell in a Cell. It, yeah. Having a good match and then it ending, not ending the feud because we know it's still to the you know still simmering now. But it was like it, it was the point. It was basically everything we want out of Hell in a Cell and out of Hell in a Cell matches. Yeah, and we it got was it. The, it was the perfect use of Hell in a Cell. Yeah, so it, it's hard. It for wasn't me to Hell in a Cell for the sake of the pay per view being called Hell in a Cell. It was that feud needed a Hell in a Cell match, and then not only did it need it, but then they showed up and delivered. Exactly. So it, for me, it's it's that match. All right, there we go. That's an easy winner. Next. Uh, next, let's go. You know what? Let's go with moment of the year. Okay, so I, this is where your like definition of moment is going to end up coming into question again. I didn't know how to handle something that occurred this year, and I think, I that think the, I al- the ultimate is. answer is I'm declaring it the moment of the year. This is, this is I, I, as absurd as we all thought it was going to be, the most joy that I remember feeling is at the end of night one of WrestleMania. Yeah. And sitting there saying, that happened. Yes. They did that. It worked. It was brilliant. Yep. Yes, The Undertaker putting his arm up. I, yes. I think while it was technically a match. It counts. I think that we register it as a moment. And that, to me, was the moment of the year. It, it was one of my two candidates there, and I would probably put it number one. The other one I want to throw out there, because we have to throw it out there, Edge returning at the Royal Rumble. It was great. Yeah. It was really cool. It was a very special moment. Wish they would have gotten yeah. the cameras right. That would have been really neat. <laughs> but Here, here's, here's where I'm going to ask. Should we have a category that's like spectacle of the year Spe- that... It inevitab- is hard. Inevitably, Boneyard's going to win, but there was a lot of things we could talk about. And then moment of the year. I don't know if you heard. There was the, this is the greatest show. <laughs> I don't know if you were familiar I, with that. And, and I was going to bring this up during matches. Like, it's hard to count the Boneyard match to compare it to regular matches. And that's why like, I don't think, yeah. I, like, if you want to put it in the argument about matches for the sake of just saying, hey, t- I would hear you, but it's. No, no. And that's why I, I put it as moment too. Yeah. Well, and no, that's why I was suggesting maybe there's a category for that. Yeah. That spectacle of the year, moment of the year, and match of the year. I, I mean, I, I while I hear you. Because moment of the, the year. Oh, so, if, we're no, so we're just going to glance over the fiend being burned alive? I mean, it was dope. <laughs> we, just, we talked about it already. It was dope as hell. I mean, it was so and great. Then, and then the... the which, like, you're trying to make this guy the biggest heel in the history of wrestling, and then you still give me the goddamn pose in front of the flames. I just... I think that what adds to... I'm going to try to say this the nicest way possible. The edge returning... Anywhere at any point is always going to be an amazing Ed, moment, right? Ed, like, Edge returning is my vote for moment of the year. I also want to give a, a shout out to Roman returning at. Yeah, Summer it was Slam. dope. Yeah. It was a dope. It was dope moment. Yep. I think the difference. What happened at the end of night one of WrestleMania also reflected. We had no idea what was going to occur. 
we had no they were do, it was what was happening was something that was so different than anything we had ever experienced before that our joy was in part related to how entertaining it was it was also in relation to like we were afraid that this might just be awful like that it just might be that having a wrestlemania in front of nobody would suck and we would it would hurt us and yet we walked away that bar is so insanely high i don't think anything can match it so to me that's why it's got to be the moment of the year let me narrow it down I think the moment, the actual moment of the year, is Undertaker coming up from behind yes. AJ Styles. Yes, that's, yes, it's that, there, there's a reason that became the most memeable yes. moment in wrestling, other than maybe you know Sammy getting chased by Matt Hardy by the golf cart. By the way, are, are you doing like Christmas shopping right now or something? Where where are you? You can't. <laughs> where where are you? We, we don't need the background together, right, AJ. I hear nothing you say. I, I clearly we all we hear is background <laughs> music. Where are you? Great. Great. <laughs> Try to figure that out. Lovely weather for a sleigh ride right together. together. I love that's you. a jam. That's a jam and a half. You guys don't like Frank Sinatra? We loved it, Frank <laughs> we were Sinatra. It. Yes. It's all we could hear though. We couldn't hear you. We could just hear the Frank Sinatra. Or can you hear us? Yes, I can. All right, great. Let's move on. Are, are we are we declaring what? that the winner? Yes. Okay, great. Next. Uh, next, let's go with uh, show of the year. Like pay per view show. We always always said show. I mean, if, if there is, it a, I was gonna say if there's an epi- like a special right. episode of of Raw, a special episode of NXT. If yep. you wanted to say you know Halloween Havoc or whatever, yep. You can. Uh, I'm not going to. I'll, I'll just start off. Okay, you can start. Uh, I will say, and, and we've been talking about several of these matches, NXT TakeOver Portland I, was, me, it was my ma- It was my answer. It was yeah, my I, vote. I, I just want to write it. Keith Lee uh, against Dominic Dijakovic. Amazing. Yep. Ma- all, all their matches were amazing. They Dakota were. Kai, Tegan Knox was whatever. Then you have Finn Balor against Johnny Gargano. <laughs> you got to die over there, AJ? You're finishing. You're finishing Christmas shopping, aren't you? Rhea Ripley's defeating Bianca Belair. The Broserweights defeating the Undisputed Air, and then Adam Cole defeating Tommaso Ciampa. That's a heavyweight lineup of matches, four of which could have been in any of our candidates. I, it, to me, it was always the answer. Now, again, as we said before, part of it is the difficulty of, like, that was a show that also had a crowd and, and got to, like, experience and breathe, and we got to really feel it in comparison to some other shows. But to me, it was always the answer uh, was TakeOver Portland. Yeah, I agree. My vote is Hell in the Cell. Why? Because Sasha and Bailey put on a classic, and that wasn't the only classic Hell in the Cell match that night. Roman and Jey Uso did one of the best storytelling moments in the history of Hell in the Cell. Um, that was the first Hell in the Cell match I ever seen that wasn't overly violent but was still good no it's a story right like it was an incredibly told story nobody's debating yes. that whatsoever um yeah so hell in the cell is my vote does anybody want to join aj no it was a good show but it wasn't as good as portland all right sorry you've been outruled way to go asshole all right next i, I was actually gonna say uh one other nominee was the royal i thought the royal rumble was really good it was this year. it was a really good show but but i'm voting for yeah, and, and i also want to throw out clash of champions because i thought that was oh yeah that one was really good. really really good. remind me clash that of that was the first reigns uso match oh yeah that was the oh, uh god that was beautiful that was uh, street profits and Dry angel there was and it was the triple threat ladder match sammy hardy and styles 
Those were all really good. You're not wrong about any of those things. I'm still defaulting back. Oh, so so am I. I just wanted to throw that out there. It deserves some uh, recognition. All right. Uh, I'm just trying to think what uh, we have. Can I separate two categories? Can I talk about something as I introduce two categories? Go ahead. I am struggling with something in terms of feud of the year versus program of the year. We don't do a program of the year. We do feud of the year, right? And I want you to, want me to exp- I want to allow myself to explain my thought here. In considering feud of the year, right? And I considered a few different things, right? There are three in particular that stuck out to me, but I realized that one of them it was less about it being a feud and more about it being a program that continues to this day as the story is so compelling. Roman Reigns' Jey Uso story is more a story than it is a feud. It has involved matches. It has involved infighting between them. Mm-hmm. But it is a more compelling story or a program that is overall being told than it is a feud. Okay. Other things, other nominees. You already brought up one of them to me, which is Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic, which I think is an, a nominee for feud of the year. Yes. I think the clear, obvious feud of the year candidate is Drew McIntyre versus Randy Orton, right? Or like, Randy or Orton versus Edge. Or you could, yeah. If we're talking feud here, I hear you. Sasha and Bailey. Sasha and Bailey, I'm yes. fine with as well. Again, that to me goes. Um, you guys haven't you guys haven't said what my vote is. Okay. Oh, uh, Rey Mysterio, Ro- Seth Rollins. <laughs> no, no, yeah, that's no. a good one. No, Roman Reigns and Jey Uso. But that's right. <laughs> Lovely weather force <laughs> you're riding together with you. It's literally the first thing Man, said. I spent five minutes talking he, about he it. He just said that, he really wants to make sure we I highlight know, that I so know. much. I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I do a new thing when my wife and I start to disagree about something where I just start singing the 12 Days of Christmas. Like, we reach a point where we're like, we just utterly disagree about something. We look at each other. I'm like, eight maids of milking, seven swans of swans to try to move hey, on. Hey, if you really want to piss her off, sing the five golden rings part like the Goldfinger version. It's like, wait, what? Do you got you listen to the right, go- right, listen I'll, to uh, the Goldfinger version of the 12 Days of Christmas and you will know what I mean. Um, <laughs> I Adam would, Culver's Pat McAfee. Thank you. I would argue that some of the other ones that we brought up, though, also teeter between feud and program, right? Like Sasha Bailey, Sasha Bailey in particular. Like the part of it was a feud, but a lot of it was a program. Okay, right. Like I think that we should separate feud. Separated or combine them both, and knowing that basically turn it into feud slash program of the year. Cameron Jesus. Grimes and Dexter Loomis. I do love Cameron Grimes and Dexter Loomis, but we've already given him literally our top honor of the year. <laughs> um, if we combine all of them together, if we say this is all going into one big old bowl, mm-hmm. the story I was most invested in this year was Roman Reigns and Jey Uso. Yes. It was the most investment on a personal level that I had in a story. The the program that you could have worked a match every week for 52 weeks and I would have been in for it was Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic. If they would have just dis- declared, by the way, how f- like how how far back do we have to remember that Rey Mysterio and Andrade was how I felt about that? Oh yeah. Like there was a point yeah. at which I said Rey Mysterio. Last year's, like, last year's feud of the year yeah. was Rey Mysterio and yeah. and, it, and it lingered in, and I kept saying you can just keep doing it every keep week. Doing it. I felt that way about Keith Lee and Dominic Dijakovic. You could just keep doing it every week. Every week you could have done that match one more time, and I would have said high fives all around. Let's do it for the rest of the year. But the story that I was most invested in. 
that made I'm, me. I, can I also say this is a little bit of a recency bias, but Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt. It's been really good. Yeah, I'm yeah. not debating. It's been really good, man. It's been really good. Yeah. Probably we've named three things that'll probably get us to another top honor that we're going to give away in a second. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but I, I just the, the sto- I just can't get over the story. I can't get over how much how how incredible the storytelling has been in Roman Reigns and Ju. So that's got to be my vote. AJ, you want to you want to get your top? What what is your singular vote? Uh, that was my vote too. Roman Reigns and Ju. All right. I think thinking about it with everything. You know, we we kind of poo-pooed on them for Tag Team of the Year because it was so... you Like, Sasha and Bailey was the women's division for the better part of nine months. Certainly was. Like, that yeah. was the reason the women's division existed for a large chunk of the calendar. That's and, true. And if, if you want it, you definitely had more, you know, more bang for your buck with, with Roman J. It's been great. It's been four months now as opposed to the basically all year of Sasha Bailey. So if I'm thinking of what program represents WWE, I think I have to give it to Sasha and Bailey. Brandon? I mean, I introduced it. So, yeah, Sasha Bailey was my vote. So hey. then we, so we should just do a men's and women's. Well, I was – would either we, of us we, like to slide to the other side? I'm not sliding. I mean, I'll – I love the Roman thing, so I'll I'll slide to that just because. The, no, well, let's just do a men's and women's. The only reason we'll I'm give not, it both. We've given out split oh, yeah. awards before. No, but I like what AJ's head's coming from. Like yeah. I have no problem saying that one was the men's program of the year, one was the women's the program of the year. The only thing I was gonna say about why I was sticking potentially with Sasha and um, Bailey is because we sort of got the whole thing, and we're still in the middle of this other one. But that doesn't make it less compelling or whatever. I, I, you know? I, I, this is the way I'm going to judge it by. I always expected Sasha and Bailey to be like you can go to that. You can pivot to Sasha and Bailey at any point. And yeah, it's you're, this, you're right. This is completely unexpected. This was something right? yeah. at the beginning of the year. If you had told me that the thing that you were going to most enjoy watching on a show for months was going to be a program surrounded by Roman Reigns and Jey Uso, again in theory, I would say, well, those are two good performers. But it would have made no sense. Like at the moment, I would say. How, what? How are you well, going to do like, that? What? Remember when, when they first announced this match, we were like, you know what? This is a really smart idea. He can run over Jay, cast Jay to the side, right. and, and be an even better heel because of it. We didn't expect this. No, not no. at all. That's to me why it is that that makes it the program of the year, because it was just so wildly kind of out of nowhere and has literally gotten me to the point where I want that as my WrestleMania main event now. They actually created and developed something, right? The, yeah. Out of nothing. Yeah. Like they didn't. I mean, of I course. I mean, it's not out of nothing. Obviously, they're cousins, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, you know. But I mean, out of nothing, kind of, because you had someone who was your perennial babyface that you turned into your biggest right. heel on the show. So in a way, it was out of. I mean, I, yes, you're using a little bit of their history. Yes, you're leaning into but, something like, that's very obvious, but yet it, none of you us got would a have. fucking tag team guy as like. The main event of the show. Yep. I mean, Correct. who saw that coming? No, no, none of us would have seen that. That to me, that to me, that's the reason. All right, that's All our right. answer then. That's fine. Next, let's go match of the year. <sighs> Somebody else start. Um, I'm gonna start, and this was a recent one. It's one that maybe not everyone at this table has even watched, but Brandon brought it up a few weeks ago, and oh, it, I did it, watch it. It, it, it you comes know what? for, and it, yeah. and it's there for a reason. The best match of the year, yeah, what was Walter and Ilya Dragunov? That match was everything. It was phenomenal. It was perfect. 
It was really fucking good, man. It was really fucking good. I hadn't watched it. I had heard a lot about it. You got brought it up. I just, I finally went back and watched it. I wish I was more invested, right? Like, I wish that I, you know, was was more watching on a week-to-week basis and at the NXT yeah. UK. Um, but my God, it was phenomenal. It, it, it's the one match that kind of goes against your philosophy is that I don't think you needed any sort of build. Yeah. You watch it and you can understand the greatness of it. It was a really great, it was a really great match. Uh, AJ, what's your vote? Um, how could something be the greatest match ever and not be the best match of the year? This is the greatest show! <laughs> the correct answer is Edge and Randy Orton. Those two men were put in an impossible... Hold on, let me put my seatbelt on. Um, please do that, yes. Don't want to have anything terrible happen to you. You'd be late. <laughs> um, now, now I don't want to put it on. Um, uh... Those two men were put in an impossible situation where they were literally booked to have the greatest wrestling match ever. What match ever has been put with that level it of stipulation? A, it is a pretty significant standard. There is no question you about that. You know what that. I'm saying? And not only, like, with that in mind, and it was Edge's first real match back, and they showed up. And had a classic, like one of the best matches I ever seen. And under the pressure they were under to perform like that, I gotta go with Randy Orton and Edge, man. I, I mean, I I appreciate you. Were you there for the taping of that? By the way, I was there. So I watched you, it live. You also got to see like all of it. Right, because our yes. our understanding was that we didn't see everything. We saw a lot of it, and like maybe they overwhelmed. No, the you did. Okay, you did. All they did was they just did a a second finish so that nobody could stooge to. Uh, oh, so we wouldn't know how the match ended. Gotcha. The dirt gotcha. sheets, yeah. Gotcha. The dirt gotcha. sheets. Gotcha. Um, I appreciate the argument. I appreciate it. Um, I think there's something for it. I'm still gonna. I, I did real I, that match that fucking Ilya Dragunov Walter match was insane. I mean, it was goddamn insane. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna join you with that being my vote, Brandon. Um, I'm probably mm. I probably agree with you guys because I mean I'm the one who came on and told you guys both the well Aaron had already seen it I think, but mentioned that we that we should watch that match because it was an it was a match that would obviously have not been seen by a lot of people because of the show that it takes place on. The thing that's bothering me about it is sometimes I think match of the year should have some kind of impact too. Like what like are we just talking about a wrestling match? Like if we're talking if we're talking about that, I mean there's a lot of things I could bring up. I could bring up you know, some of the matches that Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulak had were... I think those were candidates, though. I, I don't think that's a problem to bring those no, matches up. not at all. Um, you know, and, and I know, and it's. And I think it's a personal thing. It's like, I tie it to memorable, not just, oh, I watched something and it was a really good match, but, like, I remembered it because of the significance it had. In that, I have to mention the Royal Rumble, because I think... It had the most impact on WWE overall this entire year. And I thought it was well done. What they did, it was the anointment of Drew McIntyre as the guy for the rest of the year. It was the setup for the, you know, the downfall of Brock Lesnar. It was a lot of things. So while I 
probably technically agree with you guys that technically that match was probably the best match I saw. There's something about the significance of that Royal Rumble. And, and But it goes back to what I said earlier about the Women's Rumble. They've kind of figured this out now. Well, where, like, the Rumble's always good. Like, it, we used to complain about it. At some point, someone sat down and said, we need to, this needs to be good every year. We need to make sure people like us are happy coming out of the Rumble. Like, they've made that clear decision. So, now, the Rumble in front of no people, it'll be interesting if they go back to something else. But... But I'm not. I'm not trying to tell you that it wasn't a good rumble. It was a good rumble. It's just I, I. don't even know that it was like one of the the. I don't know that it was the best rumble of the last ten years or something like that. Right. And, and, like well, it, and that's why I go back or to the say best three years. Yeah. I mean, like, they sort of figured this out now. It and was all good. The, all I mean, the was, rumbles no are doubt. really good, but they're all kind of like in on par with each other. So I prob. I don't know because, but I also kind of agree with AJ because we as much as we made fun of that concept, that's why it was so fucking good because. They sort of overcame that. Well, we all walked in here afterwards yeah, yeah, and said, "Look, I mean, that was a that was, that was really, really good. It was really it good. Was really good. What, Nobody's debating." Was it was it even as good though as the Reigns Uso matches? That would be my yes. argument. Yes, I I, I, I got yes. a lot more out of those. I matches. think I think I we're love. talking about yes. two different things. I think we're talking about Bro, two different the things. The best match this year was Randy Orton versus Edge. You talking about two people going into a ring, telling the story, having a match? The best one this year. Was Randy Orton the, versus the, the best story told in a match? The best story told uh, in the match was Roman. Was that Roman first? Uso. That first Reigns Uso match. The yes. story. The the. I mean, it was just fucking beautiful, man. That was a goddamn movie. Yeah, that like, was great. That was great, but it was five minutes of Roman punching Jay in the face and yelling at him. Well, that was the story. And right. I, 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 I was gonna say, wait, Edge Orton was like there is in the world, but that match was. The story of it was fantastic. It was art. It was incredible. Well, and I agree but with you that from, a, from a technical match, match standpoint, match, right? It was like not we're better than Randy okay, Orton. Then if we're talking Edge, about technical was, standpoint, then Walter Ila Dragunov, it, it like Edge uh, Orton wasn't all that close to that. If we're talking about strictly from an X's and O's standpoint, I, I, I don't I think agree Drew, with that I, statement I think at all. I think that everybody. I think that it's just the. Yeah, new I don't know if I would. I would. I would. I wouldn't say not close. I want to come on here and pretend like Edge. Having not had a singles match in nine it years was, and then having one of it, the best again, matches it was of his awesome. career I, is not something that we can just scoff at. It's I'm not. No one's was scoffing. somebody scoffing at it? Is anybody scoffing? If you're scoffing, I'll slap you. Okay, nobody's scoffing. Now let's move forward. I'm with you. It was a really good match, and I you're compelling me more. Yeah. That it might even be like number two and in the in the debate, and I, you're right Bro, about the stakes. It's, it's number one, bro. You said you. What was it you said, Aaron? You didn't have to watch anything to to know that Ilya Dragunov and and Walter was. You didn't have to see anything beforehand to see how good the match was. Leading into the match with Edge and Randy Orton, they literally said this is going to be the greatest wrestling match of all time, and you came out of it thinking, "Holy shit." That may have actually been one of the greatest wrestling matches of all time. It was really good. It was really good. You're not getting me to change my vote. <laughs> I'm not changing my vote. I'm not an undecided voter. <laughs> I'm a decided Some voter. Some good campaigning there. Brandon, are you going to change your vote? Yeah, I think I agree with AJ. Motherfucker. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Motherfucker. It's a, come on, man. Uh, we're talking about something that was billed as the greatest wrestling match of all time. Edge's first singles match in nine years. And then you're talking about Walter and a fake dragon. Did man. you see the match? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta watch. Yeah, it. now you're the one scoffing at <laughs> <laughs> classics here. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying the match wasn't great. The match was great. I'm saying one was a random NXT UK match, and one was Edge's first bat match, a regular wrestling match in nine and, years. And that- and it was a fucking classic. And, and that's why I changed my vote because I, I as I was saying earlier, I like <coughs> these I like to say the match of the year is something with some sort of significance to it. Um and it's hard to argue there's any significance to anything on NXT UK, not to, you know, shit on it. It's just how many, you know, if you talk to 10 wrestling fans, how many would have seen anything from I this? mean, I would never have seen the match if people hadn't right. told me to go watch the match. Right. But it was so good that people told me to fucking go watch the match. It speaks to how great it was. Of, co- of course. You're was. right. And Edge and Randy Orton was so good that it was billed as the greatest <laughs> wrestling match ever, and the internet didn't shit on it. Yeah, that's true. And, <laughs> by, by the way, we didn't even talk about Randy Orton and Drew McIntyre, which was... It was good. Nobody's debating that. Nobody's really. But uh, I think probably the Hell in the Cell uh, match. How about Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles for the uh, Intercontinental Who's title? Great. Intercontinental title. Who's great? Who's great? Yeah. Tremendous. Was yeah. That too. All these and are tremendous. Incredible. We're in a split. We got two votes one way, two votes the other way. Anybody else going to change? No. All right. It's tie. It's tie. That's how we've handled it in the past. What? That's the way it goes. What? What? You got what? it. So it's a winner. Why are you mad about this? You split. You got to win. Because you guys are putting two. Because you're you're putting two matches that shouldn't be on the same level on the same level. Like, like I'm sure I'm sure if uh, I was at a house show where you know Kona Reeves and Cameron Grimes <laughs> tore the house down. You compare now. You're compa- now. You now, now you're, you're being now, a dick. No, 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 no. Actually, but AJ, I'm not, well, you can't. Fine, but you know what? If Kona Reeves and Cameron Grimes have the greatest match ever, then they have the greatest you, match ever. You tried to name Cameron Grimes the performer of the year in NXT, a man who has fought for no championships. That's not you, true. No. That's not that, true. No, you know what? That's a good point. That's a good point. I'm, I'm very sorry. First of all, Cameron right. Grimes, every match he has is the a, match a, of the year, so a, how dare a you? A man who's not been in any main events, you try to name him the performer of the year. Actually, I have to change yes. my mind because Cameron Grimes and Keith Lee tore it up in Pittsburgh at the NXT house show that I saw. That's yes. the match of the year. That's <laughs> match of the year. If it's the match of the year, it's the match of the year. I agree with that for what it's worth. I agree with that. <laughs> fine. Fine. It's a split. It's Whatever. a split. Whatever. Yeah. Randy Orton Edge. Randy Orton Edge and Ilya Dragunov versus uh, versus Walter. You have so there much heat go. with Walter, man. I know. Walter, no, Walter's wait. gonna slap the shit out. Right. <laughs> AJ, in all seriousness, watch that fucking match. I've seen the match. Oh, you have. I'm saying it's not on the same level as Randy Orton right. and Edge right. being billed as the greatest right. wrestling right. match all ever, right. and right. then not getting poo pooed on the internet. All right, go ahead next. Uh, I think we're just down to two awards now. Uh, WWE Women's Superstar of the Year. Is it really? Are we really down to those two? Jesus, I, I think so. I mean, I feel like this one probably doesn't take as like I. I got I think we're gonna we're gonna work ourselves through this, but ultimately we're gonna come up with the same answer at the end. Okay. I mean, I, I the, will. The, can I go there are there time? there are four. Uh, to me, there are. You know, three answers yeah. that you could go with. I think there's three, but I think that there's one. I mean, that I, is like I think we, I do. Answer. I think we can work ourselves through this all we want because we don't want to just state the obvious. Yeah. But I think ultimately the obvious is the answer. Go ahead, Brandon. You, you want to start? Brandon oh. wants to start. Badly wants to start. Go ahead. Oscar. It's a fine answer. It's fine a answer. Fine yeah, answer. That's, that is also my it's answer. But I do want to show answer. love to Sasha and Bailey. Yeah. Because they obviously. Had a, they had one of the best matches of the year. 
They had probably they had a feud of the year in the women's division. Um, I mean, but I think that Oscar was just. She I was mean, the MVP. She was literally the MVP of the no. I'm, yes. I'm going to make an argument here for Bailey, and yeah. it's simply that it's what AJ is saying. Bailey had, and, and same with Sasa, she had the program, and it was Bailey's character, <laughs> which going into the year, you know, we, she had turned heel, and we were like, okay, she carried a lot of those, the stuff outside the ring. I feel like her character, her work, she made, and, and a lot of the her stuff feud, with Asuka. Her, her feud with Lacey Evans. Yeah, like her I think. Feud with, her, her 100%. I think now her with Bianca Belair. Yep, I think her character has been so... And, and Asuka's wonderful. She's And if it is Asuka, I'm not going to argue a, at all. But if we're taking totality of work here, in, out of the ring, character work, Twitter work, social media work, Bailey, I think, was, again, the engine that made the women's division work in WWE this year. I agree. She was responsible for everything. So I'm voting for Bailey. Uh, I hear you and all that, but the, the answer is the MVP of the like year. Asuka yeah. is the answer. It, it, I will say this though: in oh your God. in your description, you were saying a lot about Sasha and Bailey. I think Bailey had a much better year than Sasha, that's, and that's why I'm giving it to Bailey over and, Sasha. And, and, and not that I think that's unfair to say a much better year than yeah, Sasha. Yeah, I don't think that's. True. I disagree much, with that. Yeah, yeah. not much. I disagree with that. But if I was going to give credit to one, it would be Bailey. Yeah, I, I think I think she I, carried that I think that you would program. give credit to Bailey just because you didn't expect this character to work the way it has. That's fair, but uh, but but, I, but 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 to pretend that Sasha wasn't alongside Bailey doing. I, well, no, 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 in no, fact, I would actually fun. I would make a separate answer uh, argument for Sasha, which would be that she was kind of had to take the mantle. Well, hold on, That's, yeah. you didn't let me finish. I would I would put Bailey. Slightly ahead of Sasha. However, Bailey only worked because of Sasha. That's why Oscar is the winner. Because Oscar w- worked because of Oscar. She didn't Asuka, need anybody. Oscar got, got her and Kyrie were everything, and then Kyrie left, and Oscar didn't miss a fucking beat. No, and and in fact, some of the most random mon- like seemingly oh, she carried it through the spring. Yeah, like Oscar was the her best spr- thing on Raw for like. She was. Four she was literally yet. the singular MVP of the empty arena era. Like, she was yeah. the singular yes. MVP of that time period. And I think that's why, you, again, you can work through it. You can, but I just think that ultimately she's the answer. Agreed. Okay. Anybody? I mean, I, I, I'm still voting for Bailey, but I have no problem with it. Oscar's right there for me and her. All right. Three no. to one. Yeah, yeah that's we're good. Fine. We're good. Yeah, there's, no, there's no split Somehow here. Cameron Grimes didn't win for NXT wrestler of the years because it was three to one. So let's go on. Well, that's true. That's how that works. <laughs> that, so that's how ma- the vote works. When there's a majority. It's sort of like how states work. I don't know if you've, <laughs> and, if you've and, noticed. And, and, and if more people in the state, yes. like let's say in and Georgia. I can, I can accept a vote my, here. The best <laughs> thing, my favorite thing about uh, America is that every single election in the country is popular vote except the Except college. for the most important one, right? <laughs> Correct. All right. <laughs> Lastly. WWE Men's Superstar of the Year. And I think this one's fairly obvious. Yeah, I mean... I and, I, and I know, I say it's fairly obvious. There are two answers. There, are you going to make an argument for a third? There's, there's honestly... I, I, can I, let me do this. Let me leave All this right, go ahead. go ahead. There are... There's three. As far as, as far as male performers, there are, I would say, four people that... Okay. Had, had, had incredible years that deserve recognition. 
Um, I'm going to go with the three that I'm going to go with the two that are not my one and two first. Okay. And um, Randy Orton had an incredible year. I'm th- yes. That's the answer. <laughs> Randy, Randy Orton's year this year is probably the best year he's had this day de- in the last 10 years. Mm. I mean, mm. yes, we got, a, we got a problem. Randy, we got a Randy problem. was Randy was peak Randy this year. Uh, he's as good as he's ever been. He's going to get better. Which is which where is you're crazy. supposed to say, that's why I'm um, voting for Randy Orton, <laughs> who is the male performer of the year, period. Wow, really? That's, yes. your, that's your vote? 1,000%. Okay, I, I love that. I love that. I love that vote. Uh, that's not mine, but I love it. Uh, Drew McIntyre also deserves Had a hell of a year. Drew McIntyre was the WWE champion, and he fought everybody, and he had great matches with everybody, and he had storylines with everybody and he made it work i will say drew mcintyre is is also deserves nomination but in my personal opinion there's two people that this year i think just stood out above everybody else and that would be bray wyatt and roman reigns and my pick for male performer of the year is Bray Wyatt just because he did it the entire year. Bray Wyatt was great. Um, Roman obviously had to take time off because of his leukemia situation with COVID. Uh, Bray Wyatt's great. I have no problem with that. By the way, those are my same four. I have have no issue with that nomination. I utterly disagree. I mean, for me, it can't... Like, if this was who is the... who Who had the highest peak, it would be Roman. But you got to take into account that he right, took, correct. you know, more than half the year off. Correct. He can't be MVP, you know. Uh, I, I, I mean, I can't believe that it's which I, is why I picked Bray. Randy Orton was was the MVP of the the immediate aftermath. He's of amazing. That. Hey he, AJ, I think we need to. He, I, had, the, he had the match of the year. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was going to go back to that. You like, took it from me. Uh, yeah. like, AJ, this is the, this is the part was, where we have to remind Glenn. He was tied. That he yes, does. he tied for match of the, the year. year. That's 100% like, like, he yes. tied. The, I don't know if you guys heard. He, he literally <laughs> tied for guy, match of the year. Yeah. The guy that Glenn yes. had such yes. a great year didn't he, even have the he match tied. of the year. No, I, you apparently weren't listening. He tied. He tied for match of the year. He tied for match of the year. I'm not sure. You know what's funny? Four years ago, I didn't vote for the guy that won the president, but he was still the president. It's just a weird way that that happens. Like, even if you don't vote for him, it's Randy no, Orton tied for voted, match of the year. You didn't, no, I'm aware, Brandon. You didn't vote for the match, and you're voting very, for the guy. Yeah, yes. it's, 100%. You have succinctly recapped what just occurred. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> you should get a job in this business. <laughs> do recaps. Um, Randy Orton was MVP. We're, he, we're not voting for Edge either, by the way. <laughs> we're not voting for Edge for wrestler of the year. Yeah. Randy Orton is the one person who, like, Randy Orton's the one person that, like, if we didn't give it to Bray, I'd be like, I understand. But I, I'm voting for Bray. By the way, we gave it to Bray last year, did we not? I don't remember who it was think, last year for what it's worth. Uh, no, no, no. Part. Last year it was it was Daniel Bryan, and AJ was very upset we didn't give it to Kofi. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. It oh, was. I do remember how that went. Yeah, yep. yeah. <laughs> well, we had a point, but now that I think about it, it could be Daniel Bryan every year, and maybe yeah. we should have just well, recognized and, it was Kofi's year. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what, they, like, yeah, you could is. say again. He took time off, so you can't. Daniel Bryan might have had the best body of work in the ring this year. Yeah. yeah Same with Kevin Owens, by right. the way. Who no, had no another question. phenomenal. They are year. the the ultimate yeah. in case of uh, emergency break glass answers. Look, man. I Randy Orton every week I had to watch. I had to watch. I had to see everything that Randy Orton was doing. He was spectacular 
every fucking thing he did. He was spectacular. You're not wrong, dude. You're not wrong. Like I, I would be upset. I was upset when Cameron Grimes didn't win because he should have won. But like, Randy Orton is not a bad pick, bro. I mean, he had. Randy Orton was literally the best he's ever. He was been tied for year. match of the I mean, year. <laughs> Here's he the, tied <laughs> for the best match of the year. Here's the incredible thing about this. Three out of the four of these guys worked with each other for a majority yeah, of the year. Correct. And I obviously that's part of why they are the four. I mean, I think you guys haven't said so, but I think you would agree those are the four, right? I would have to think about... I, I, you could throw, like, as, again, as far as consistency, helping, I think Seth Rollins is at least a mention that he had some lows there as well, so I wouldn't vote for him. But he, he's worth he's worthy of a mention. No. No. Okay. No. Wow. Wow. One wrestler of the year for us before, and he's deserved it when he did, but he currently, this year, no. All right. All no. right. All right. Not That's because strong. he didn't That's do anything strong. good. Me personally, I hated. All right. So, the, yeah, I, the I hated Buddy it. Murphy Ray Mysterio family line. Yeah, I, I hated it at first and then came around on it. Yeah, I was going to say, I came around on it. I like. I didn't like it at first, and I wanted it to be over. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, wait a second. You're, you're this Romeo and Juliet thing is kind of yeah. working for me. But for me, honestly, I thought Seth's work in that was actually like he, he was the one who was kind of making it work to the extent yeah, that maybe, it did. I thought, I thought so, it was kind of right, yes, you, you yes, yes. An he, was, he was making it work, but he it was like it was like watching a star player on a bad team. That's fine. Yeah, yeah Mike Trout still wins MVP. Uh, he definitely <laughs> does. So here's here's where my thinking is. I I say my gut. My gut, without thinking about it, I wanted to say Roman. I really did. Because what's it's recency bias. What's going on right now is so much better than anything I've seen in years on WWE TV that I really want to give him the credit for it. However, I feel like we'll probably be having this conversation next year. I think because of the amount of time... I, I'm throwing him out just because it hasn't been long enough. Mm-hmm. And, and an NFL player can't play six games and win MVP. Right. Drew McIntyre was my other sort of gut reaction. And then the more I thought about him, I thought, okay, it's a little bland. Like, like it's getting better. The past couple of months have been a thousand times better. But it's kind of – I don't know. I can't. I can't the do The time it. between him winning the title and the Orton feud was yes. tough. Now, it wasn't a long time, as soon as but he it got was with, tough. But as soon as he got with Randy Orton. Yep. Kicked into high gear. Right? Which makes me think it's about the other Can't guy. help but wonder why that <laughs> might be. <laughs> Suddenly, we felt a different way about Drew McIntyre the moment he started working with Randy Orton. So here's the thing I'm going to – here's where I might side with AJ. The most interesting thing in general about WWE has been The Fiend and what he's doing and what's going on. Like, to me, that's always been no the, doubt. the hint of mystery. Mm. He's not. Did, put, he, didn't we just on. like the Bray Braun stuff? He's not putting on the. Yeah, no, no, they haven't. Y'all all, may have. So hold I, on. That's not, I did not. But, but hold on. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying everything he does has been gold. I'm saying I want to know what he's going to do always. And I think there's something to be said about that. They don't. Always knock it out of the park, but he's the most compelling character. However, <laughs> this is a hell of a ride. <laughs> it's definitely Randy. Okay, Orton. Thank here's, you. here's the when. Hold on. When was the Fiend most compelling this year? 
When he worked with Randy Orton. When was Drew most compelling this year? When he was with Randy Orton. (laughs) Randy Orton worked with Big Show Chris. compelling from the beginning of the year. When was he most? most compelling? Most compelling right around SummerSlam when he was feuding with Braun. I I strong disagree. (laughs) Strong disagree. I'm not talking about his feud at the time. I'm talking about what he was doing every week on TV. I'm talking about his character work. I'm talking about how they found a way to make a a character that was so undeniably evil that every person that he came in contact with became a different version of themselves. And thus, he ended up becoming the good guy because they turned evil. I think that because of the year that he had where he had a character-defining moment where no other person in the history of professional wrestling has ever been able to pull off something like I just said, Yes, that's true. That is why he is my pick. Now, Randy Orton, also fantastic pick. But let's not pretend that Bray Wyatt wasn't the reason we were watching the show at the beginning of the year, and he was in the main event getting burned alive at the end of the year. It was a good year. Nobody's debating wait, that it I, wasn't a good wait, year I'm, for I'm, Bray Wyatt. Wait, I have a question for you. Who burned him alive? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Here's what it comes down to. Glenn should have hated the stuff with Big Show and Ric Flair. Of course and I should have. And he, he thought it was one of the most compelling things it of was that amazing. time period. Yeah. Like, Randy Orton made that work. God damn it. I Randy, Orton, Randy Orton's a good pick. I've said it already. I'm just telling you what my vote is. Hey, the answer is Randy Orton. Yay. And now our final, our <laughs> big award of the year that we gave away 40 <laughs> minutes ago. All right. Hey. <laughs> God damn it, you asshole. All right, there you go. Those are the jobbies. AJ, what can we plug for you? Uh, just follow me on social media at AJFrancis410. And at some point, we'll talk about something. We just continue I, I to... Like we yep. should have at least gave him his music. Oh, no. we. Uh, That's fine. I, I do love the guy. To the moon! Cameron Grimes! Our jobber of the to year. To the moon! Uh, Aaron, uh, follow me on Twitter at the Aoster. Check out Veasan.com if you're into sports gambling at all. Got a lot of good advice, great shows, all that good stuff. Brandon, you want to get a plug in? <sighs> I'm I I have nothing to say. Okay, you follow, great. You can follow me at Brandon Lynch. There you go on Instagram. I, actually, I want to plug Christmas. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> yeah, what is this? <laughs> There was this Aaron, Aaron doesn't know about it because he pretends to be Jewish. <laughs> yeah, how was Hanukkah, by the yeah. way? It was great. He didn't do a damn thing. I absolutely don't let did him, a damn thing. Don't let him how lie dare, to you. How dare you, He didn't you, do sir. shit. Absolutely. Menorah every night. Yeah, I'm sure you did. <laughs> Asshole. Can't watch the Shawn Michaels flick because I'm Jewish. <laughs> Motherfucker. No, actually, he used this menorah to I'm light. I'm never going to get over that. Fire. I'm never going to get over that shit. <laughs> Yeah, he made he made me watch the worst movie ever for a guest we never got. Yes, that was the worst part of it. Yeah, you're not forgiving By me by using but. the excuse that it's because he was Jewish, something he had never ever ever brought up before. Not that he's not Jewish, he is. It's just that it clearly does not matter whatsoever to him until that I can he use is. it. Come on. <laughs> Kind of like me having oh cancer, God. right? God, hey, no, like, you, uh, you did yeah. use that well for what it's you, worth. You, you used it well. <laughs> oh, I w- can, can we talk about? Uh, no, we can't. <laughs> no, let's let's save that. All right, uh, at Glenn Clark Radio, GlennClarkRadio.com. Again, I don't know if we're doing a show next week or not. Um, either way, uh, thank you all for continuing to check the show out uh, year in and year out. It really means a lot to all of us. 
Um, appreciate the guys coming by to hang out. Uh, appreciate AJ showing up eventually. Uh, <laughs> and just and just to just to reiterate, we are sixty five feet away from each other. Correct. Yes. If if anybody that Full works masks, in, bubbles. Yep, the whole deal. That's yeah. how we've done that. All right, for Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main oh, main you you do that the part now. You're here. Got so used to having to do it myself without him being here that I forgot what it was like. AJ Francis, I'm going. Damn it, I'm Glenn Clark. This is Ben jobbing out. Fuck 2020. Who's the jobber of the year?